0: Hey guys, it's me. Um, I want to start this episode with a little—I um, don't want to say special because it's not special. It's fucking sad. But I, before we start the episode, I want to talk about you know where our country currently is and how fucking ridiculous and sad it is because a man is not with his family right now who should be because he was murdered in broad daylight by police, like ex police officers, and cities are in mourning. People are in mourning. A whole—the world is in mourning right now for George Floyd. The life that he could have had. If it hadn't been ripped away from him by fucking murderers, I'm not. I'm not even gonna give them a name. I'm gonna. They're fucking murderers, and it's sad. It's ridiculous, and it is just the. It's. It's time we see change, and it's time that we be the people who make the change happen. We need to be the change we want to see in the world. And seeing these protests in Atlanta and in L.A. and in Minnesota and everywhere, it's just, it makes me happy, it makes me happy to see people going out in the streets and taking charge and forcing police and the government to make changes, because racism's still in the fucking world, it's ridiculous, and it's time for it to end, and, um, it hurts, it really hurts, I mean, fuck, I'm recording this on the 30th, and, I mean, just yesterday, we watched a black CNN reporter arrested for doing his job, and it hurts to see people on the streets crying with their hands in the air, you know, protesting to the police and to the people. Because change needs to happen. Systematic racism is an issue, and it's, it's always been a fucking issue. And it's sad that it had to be another life taken from us that was the spark that kind of lit the fire of this. And well, I just wanted to start the show with donate if you can, protest if you can. Let's make change fucking happen. And um, I hate starting the show off on this like sad, you know, somber note, but it needs to happen. Um, you can donate to there's the Minnesota Freedom Fund that helps uh, people arrested through protests. There's the Atlanta Solidarity Fund through the Action Network where you can donate to help protesters who've been arrested for calling for peace and calling for change. And, yeah, it's time for this to fucking end. Fuck, we say it in the show all the time. We say it in the show, fuck racism, fuck racist. Um, honestly, if you think the show's getting too political, then fuck off. I don't want you listening to our show if you think this is political. This isn't political. This is being a fucking person and caring for the life of other people and, see, and wanting a world where everyone's equal, where everyone's the same, where everyone doesn't have to face thinking they could die because they get pulled over by a police officer. It's time to see the world change, and it's time to be the change we see in the world. And if you don't agree with that, then fuck you and get the fuck off my podcast, we don't want you listening to it. We'll be fine. We don't need your single listen. So um, enjoy the show, guys. I'm, uh, I'm going to kick it out to our actual recording, which I hope is a lot more uplifting and a little more fun than this. But donate to the Atlanta Solidarity Fund. Donate to the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Donate to the George Floyd Family Funds to help pay for something they shouldn't have to be facing right now rest in peace george floyd and rest in peace every single person has been affected by racism and police brutality and people who should be here with us now that aren't fuck racism fuck racist um i love you guys thanks for listening enjoy the show what's everybody welcome to it's not that terrible the podcast where i sit down with my co-host Morgan Heisler, what up? And we talk about the terrible movies that we love. And this week we have a very special guest. We have the one, the only Chris LePac. Chris Hi! Welcome for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Welcome for joining
1: us. Jesus fuck. (laughs) it is my pleasure for joining you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: i was gonna write like a whole like intro for chris uh just because like chris and i have been like dming back and forth for like the past few months and we've just become music buds true and i was thinking about like uh, i don't know if he like he he did nail that august burns red riff on his twitter but i don't (laughs) want to call him the mayor of Riff city so i was like i'm just gonna like (laughs) and i didn't want to call you the secretary either so I be <laughs> the treasurer of Rift City, Perfect. Uh, Crystal Pack, Sergeant in Arms.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll take treasurer because I have that one riff and that's it.
2: Okay, valid. Speaking of <laughs> I treasurer, can do
1: that one thing. Oh,
0: <gasps> this week. Oh, what a good one. We're doing National Treasure, released two thousand and four. Has a 39 on Metacritic, which is fucking mm-hmm. insane. What? I'm just, yeah. I'm spoiling it now for later in the show, but that's fucking insane. It does insane. not. I'm googling
1: this right now. I don't. Has a 46% you.
0: Rotten Tomatoes and a 39 Metacritic, directed by John Turtle Tob, which is a crazy name. When I first read it, I could not figure it out. Well,
2: was this produced by Jerry Bruckheimer? Yeah, this I is thought... a Bruckheimer movie. Yeah. It's okay. A, it's okay. A okay. Movie. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think he. I want to say he. Maybe it helped write it also. I wouldn't Might be surprised. Not be completely true. But yeah, it's a Bruckheimer like, film. It's got Nick yeah, Cage it's got, from early two thousands. It's a
1: Bruckheimer film.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's got Bruckheimer vibes like all over it. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah,
0: stylistically. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, there's the pan flutes in that one part at the end too. I was like, this is just Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean.
0: <laughs> That's actually a sample from Pirates of the Caribbean. Look is it really? Yeah, it's a sample from. Uh, I think it's from. Uh, Ch- uh, Black- oh, I gotta look it up now. I'm riffing while it loads, but I'm pretty sure it's from uh, the first one. Of course, you would know that. Well, I mean, I read it on the trivia. I didn't know it till now. Okay. Well, okay I thought okay, it sorry. was. I thought Hold. it was Pirates. I thought it was just a Bruckheimer movie.
1: Yeah, I assume uh, yeah, it's the same I... thing. But that's incredible.
0: Yeah, Curse of the Black Pearl. A few bars yes. of the underscore are from Pirates of the Caribbean: hmm. Curse of the Black Pearl.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Which is no, oh, so that means that means uh, Johnny Depp or what well, Jack Sparrow. Is canon and national treasure.
1: So are, yeah, are Honestly. we able to officially make the claim that National Treasure is the like eighth Pirates of the Caribbean movie?
0: I think I think it's better than the other like six of them.
1: Like chronologically,
0: <laughs> valid. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be like the whatever tenth or twelfth or fourteenth Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean movie. I still I still do for three, so I'm not really sure how many they actually were.
1: They missed a fantastic in- a fantastic opportunity. To put the medallion from the movie like in the treasure in the room. Oh,
0: that would have been so cool. <laughs> That would have been awesome. Oh my god, it's gonna be an episode. It's <laughs> gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm saying it here, Pirates of the Caribbean is the biggest crossover event of all time with National Treasure. Yeah, suck it, Marvel. God. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Tony Stark. We got well, Ben it's, Gates. It's not
2: entirely like out of line for like the uh, the original to be good and the prequels to
0: be bad. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> is the prequel. So it's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs>
1: Oh man, why you want to wound me with Lord of the Rings? Like that? Star Wars?
2: <laughs> okay, all right. Fair, 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 fair.
1: All right.
0: So, we're starting here, Chris. What is kind of your history with this movie? Are you like you watched it a ton? Are you a big fan? What
1: kind oh of your boy. It? Okay. You want to get into it? Let's get into it. All right. Let's get into, Let's it. Get into it. Let's get into, it. Get into it. it. Doggy dog. So I remember, young mm-hmm. young child, circa 2004. I would have been. Let me mm-hmm. let me think. Quick math. Twelve. Um. Which I saw this theater with with my dad had had no impressions of it, right? I didn't know what this movie was going to be. I was a dumb twelve year old, mind blown. I love this movie. I'm throwing this out there right now. This movie's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, you know, I ended up getting like a DVD for it later, and it's like I don't know if it's possible to wear out DVDs like you could like VHS back in the day, but I I probably wore that dumb thing out. I've seen this movie a ton
0: you What about you?
1: Y'all. Had, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. No, no, Go, no, ahead. No,
0: go ahead, Chris. Ah,
1: okay. Uh, <laughs> I was. Just, I was <laughs> gonna is comment show, is dude, it's like y'all had. <laughs> y'all had a comment. I think it was in your "What Hot American Summer" video where it's like I didn't need to watch mm-hmm. this movie again yeah. to prepare for this yeah. podcast, but I did. But I. I. I yeah. shouldn't have. I know it. It's memorized. It's in my brain.
2: Yeah, and Zach and I had a similar conversation like that today because Zach felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like with me, given, given I've seen this movie a billion times whenever this movie came out it came out and this is oh 04. Yeah, four like for one for one let's talk about how impressive this movie looks for a movie that came out in 04. but mm-hmm. aside from that um i was probably about eight or nine years old whenever this movie came out and oh, so
1: no. am i the old man yeah i
2: know yeah
0: chris is old oh, no. and so he's i dreaded this moment so, oh just so wait like, till i say something chris just wait you think you're old yeah. now Oh no! <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so I, yeah, I I watched that movie. I loved it. I had a stepdad who had like this huge crush on Nicolas Cage. Um, so we, we watched just about right. So we watched just about everything Nicolas Cage all the time, uh, all the way to Knowing and stuff like that. Those were like always on oh, the way What a weird one! National Treasure is just one of those movies. It's like comfort food, you know. It's like it's like Indiana Jones. Um, and you know like it's just comfort food you know it's gonna end like you know it's gonna end on a high note it's just gonna be fun and it is what it is and i felt the exact same way watching it like watching it today um given like i, I could t- of course like i could like nitpick like Nicolas cage or whatever but <laughs> this movie but this movie having a
0: 39 on Metacritic that's weird yeah for how, so weird how low that is
2: I don't know many people who feel lukewarm on this movie. Most people just love it, right?
0: Yeah, the sequel's it different should. story. But like this one is like, yeah, yeah. I feel like universally like adored. Like it's such a yeah. fun adventure movie. Yeah, like for me, I saw it. I would have been. I, it came out when I was four years old. Oh uh, so no!
1: I don't think
0: I saw it in theaters, but it's very Sweet possible baby. my dad took me. But like, oh, I've yeah. ever seen this when I was younger. Like I watched it a hundred times because it's a fun fucking movie. It's yeah. like Indiana Jones, but it's. Content that I attach more to, like with the Revolutionary War stuff, that's just my shit. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I, I watch the movie probably once a month at least, because like I'll just randomly like, oh, I want to watch both the movies again. Second one, yeah. not as fun to watch. This one's really fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, my, uh, my, my dad too is he's. I mean, he's super, super into just American history as a as a whole, and that was always just something I grew up around. And so when they were like, hey, we're making this, you know, adventure treasure movie based in american history i mean it's like of, of course it ends up getting played in my house a million times i mean if it, yeah. if you remember when the it ps3 first came out like part of its big marketing was was that it had a blu-ray player as so you could play blu-rays <laughs> in it. and one yep. of the launch blu-rays was not the first national treasure but the second one oh God. Uh, yes
0: i remember this i remember book of treasure being our book of secrets being like the big selling point for the blu-rays
1: i watched that one a ton there anyway it's not as good but i watched it <laughs> because it was on Blur and we had it and it was american history
0: yeah Ish. i this one i just feel like it has a lot more heart like i know we're not comparing mm-hmm. the two we haven't, we haven't officially done the second one yet wink wink for next week yeah this one look was just, just has so grunt, much heart. yeah look at that um, it's called foreshadowing it's uh <laughs> it's just so much fun and it has so much heart like the cast is so much fun yeah. and it is a it's like nostalgia food it really i don't think it's mm-hmm. i don't think i'm looking through it through rose tinted glasses like i think it's actually a good movie no but, i agree the just, glasses they don't are clear me being young. yeah these I ones think are the very o- clear
2: yeah and i think like the only thing that like doesn't like remotely hold up in this movie is just kind of the way that they talk about um talk about Diane kruger the entire movie <laughs> but that's like
1: it that's I, like see, it some of the but some of the technology like,
2: Oh sure. <laughs> the yeah, sure, yeah. Like you could, yeah. But like, let's be real. Like none of that exists. Like I think, like the only thing to me that really dates this movie might be the flip phone.
1: I was gonna say the Urban Outfitters, but that works too. Urban okay, Outfitters yeah. is still
0: a thing. I go there sometimes. Are they? I I,
1: I ass- oh really? Oh wow. <laughs> I associate Urban Outfitters with like the men's clothing rack at Target because I think you can buy UO stuff there.
0: <laughs> oh. Can you? Cause can like, you? Urban Outfitters is like a hard store. To, like, there's not a whole lot of them, but they're like, they're pretty high end now hey. as of late.
1: Am I correct? If my your mark?
0: target is still standing,
2: can you go check for us?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a great point. <laughs> right, yeah, okay.
0: Urban Outfitters is. I don't know what you're thinking of, but like, Urban Outfitters is like its own thing. Yeah. But the one <laughs> the one thing that dates it for me is the scene when they're trying to steal the declaration of independence and the bad yeah. guys pull out the the portable dvd player
1: Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I was and like, oh, and, they, and they hook it into the camera feed.
0: Yeah. Oh, and that's what cuts
2: off the camera. Yeah. 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 Uh, for uh, for gonna... me
1: is there's one scene I think when they're trying to uh, when they're looking through the the letters for the for the code and they the the bad guys like Sean Bean and his crew are on like this just ancient laptop in in their car. Like, Google yeah. and, like, Stowe and then the Liberty Bell. And I was like, yes. what computer in 2004 had wireless capabilities like that? I was like, that's unrealistic to me.
0: And was that fast.
1: Also that. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. talking about the bad guys using Google, moving into the trivia here, the mm-hmm. bad guys never use Google. They only use Yahoo. Only the good guys use Google in this movie. Perfect. No Fun little trivia fact there. I Speaking love of it, trivia, dude, so much. Diane Kruger... Did almost all of her stunts in this movie, like the car chase scene. Hell yeah, she did everything except for the scene where she's hanging off the door. That is the we only part we Diana Kruger, dude. She's really good in this fucking movie. That's impressive. Yeah, she's, she really is great. Yeah, like
2: like she's super charming all the way through. Like along with Nicolas Cage, we have. I mean, mm-hmm. we even have that here in the dock, right? But even so, like I don't think to be fair, I don't think Ben Gates, uh, Nicolas Cage's character, like says a whole lot of substance. I feel like he's like a main character that's just like an exposition he's, machine. He's, he's doing, bad, the, he's he doing the, word, guy. the word jumble. Yeah, and she even like calls him out. She's just like, you know real people don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed so hard. Like, even though his rebuttal was like real goofy okay, afterwards, just, he's like, yeah, but they think like it.
1: I am but, so glad that you mentioned that because one of the notes that I took while watching it is is at the very beginning, they're on the Charlotte. And yeah, it, I mean, you know, he uh he gets to that like snap conclusion and he's like, well, we found this pipe. There's a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Um, <laughs> and immediately, because I can't remember Sean Bean's character even having just watched the movie, um, immediately he's name. like, all right, Ian. well, let's go steal Zane's it. Ian. And then Nick Cage goes, no. And Sean Bean's like, all right, well, I guess I'm just gonna kill you guys then.
2: <laughs> like there's just like goofy goofy stuff that escalates in this movie. Like when he throws and, like, the flare, <laughs> he catches it yeah and it's just like why like why do all of a sudden like why does nick cage like at any given moment able to like solve whatever problem is in front of him without any outside resources is like the best thing like so by the end of the movie i'm just like yeah like i had totally forgotten how it ended like whenever they got into the treasure room it'd been so long and so i'm like no this movie like ends with i remember riley riding away in a red car i was Mm -hmm. like so they fucking get it i know i know this is gonna be okay but like (laughs) i'm watching it and i'm like nicholas cage why do you keep speaking in riddles like you're and then and then like figuring out absolutely everything there's like no need for any it's just so good yeah there's that that scene where they're on the
0: charlotte and he's he reads the clue and he's like start using like word like Connection things when he's sitting there. It's so oh my god. The yes. word association. Ah, uh, pin. Iron. Iron. Not it's, it's iron. It's adamant. Pin. It is
1: firm. It is mineral. No, 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 no way.
0: <laughs> no way. It's like he forgot the script at that point. Like, I know they're trying to
1: make look like. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's it's like, just unscripted like, no, no, and they're like, Nick, stop. And he's like, no, 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 I got it.
2: <laughs> no, no, you know Jerry Bruckheimer was just like, no, let him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they
2: just They're about, about to
1: cut and he's, he's holding the director. He's like, no, 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 no. Just let him work his magic. <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> Damn it dude uh, Y'all this movie is good I swear oh, yeah. Like, yeah, We dude. love That's this so movie
1: bad. Shitting on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We love this movie It's just like I don't know Like You suspend all disbelief watching it it's, But oh, like yeah. whenever you step a, Take a step back to like analyze it a little bit All of it's color show And it's just I don't know which it's, is, it's charming. Which is
1: the brilliance of the movie It's so ridiculous and yet at the same time You believe it
2: Oh, yeah, 100%. He, yeah, 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 totally. Because, I mean, I, it's like
1: you're, you're in that scene on the Charlotte, and he goes, there's a map on the back of the De- Declaration of Independence. And you, as the <laughs> audience, are like, yes, of course there is. <laughs> Thank you for we telling know. me Nick Cage.
0: Yeah, if Nick Cage hadn't said, I wouldn't have known it. And I also, <laughs> talking about how, like, talking about joking about Jerry Buckhammer holding the director, according to the director, <laughs> there was a four-hour cut of this movie originally. Of course there and was. And I fucking release want the, it. Hashtag release, release the, the, the turtle brick. top cut. I'm tweeting that right no. now. I want the four hour cut of National Treasure because I bet it's fucking incredible. Honestly, like for a movie that was two hours long, it's like brilliantly paced.
2: Oh, it's so quick. Yeah. It,
0: it feels so good. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it, it's it feels better than most like two hour films you watch today. That I was like to imagine that was another one before. of my
1: notes here too. Was just the the pace of it because they they do such a good job of of. Cycling between it's like you've got your your chase scenes, your action scenes, but then it's like right before that, there's usually you know finding a clue and then you know word association to figure that out, and then before that there's the prep yeah. phase for the heist. I mean, it's it's as close to an Uncharted movie as I think we're gonna get.
2: I agree. Like I I mean I know Uncharted came after, but you have to imagine Uncharted like Uncharted had to have drawn you know a thousand like so much influence from this and from Indiana Jones. People mm-hmm. talk about Uncharted like it's Indiana Jones. It's but National Treasure. It's just it's treasure. National Treasure. It's National Treasure, yeah. Because
0: National Treasure is a modern-day Indiana Jones, and that's just a modern-day Indiana Jones as well, which is basically yeah. the same thing. Yeah. The only it's, thing they're missing yeah. is having a Riley character, but they have Soli instead. Like, mm-hmm.
2: and I, instead I, of the young pervert, you have an old one. Exactly. So, <laughs> there
0: you go. You got it.
1: <laughs> so are we taking, then, the official stance that Neil Druckmann ripped off uh, National Treasure?
0: Oh, I don't want Neil to come fight me. Neil's cool. Hey,
1: fight no, me, Neil! No, Neil... Oh, no, no, dude. Neil has
2: like the Neil has the ability to turn off comments on his Twitter. I'm not fucking
0: picking fights that's with right. Neil Druckmann.
1: I, I, that's true. He is an internet god. Yeah, you know, he can
0: roast me any. Minute. Last of Us Two is too close. We can't do it. Yeah, fight and me after Last of Us
1: Two comes out, Neil. No, yeah, once Neil, I once I beat it I'll I'll all out. Once
0: I beat the game, I'll we'll all allow it.
1: Yeah, but, perfect. That's let that yeah, like, me play it first.
0: Yeah, there you go. Let me play it first, then we'll fight. That's mm-hmm. all that matters. Mm-hmm. Give me what I want, then we're good. And I was looking at the trivia for this. I was interested to see that this is the Mm -hmm. first time that filming was allowed in the Philadelphia Independence Hall, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting. Like, I've been there before. It's really cool. I've been to Philly a couple times, and it's so cool. But the fact that they let a film crew into the tower for the first time, which is a cool scene also, not not reliable for how to find the clue, but it's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm surprised like a lot of these um, were, I'm surprised and not, I guess, because like this movie is very, Mm. what's the right? Like, what's the right way? It's just like the right way to say it. It just highlights like American history in like such a, in such a mysterious yeah. sort of like, but very positive sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Like, even though we all know that like American history is dark, people died. And, uh, um, and also, it's, it's, it's
1: very incorrect a lot of times. This movie. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. This movie, you're totally right, and they totally like make things fit like to fit the narrative. But it's so thematically consistent mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter. You think they
0: it's, fit things now? Wait till we get to the second part <laughs> goes, oh boy oh no and i can, no. I can, I can only two.
1: i can only ever think of it's it's like watching there's that that just the one line in parks and rec that that i always think of going back it's when they're i think they're outside of the the lincoln monument and uh mm-hmm. chris pratt is, chris pratt <laughs> yes. is like this is a clue light everything around here is a clue and, and amy paul like no, no 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 none of that movie is right
0: i'm <laughs> <laughs> so good yeah i also like how they named like all the characters after revolutionary figures like that is so interesting. I i it's so stupid. Oh, I didn't even it, realize. i It's so cool. Like Ben Gates is Ben well, he's Benjamin ben Franklin, Franklin gates That yeah. one
1: I that one felt on the nose are the rest of them yeah. named the same way?
0: Uh Patrick Henry Gates uh, uh. after uh and then there's John Adams Gates is his grandfather is his grandfather. You're blowing my okay. mind right now. And yeah, there's a couple more. I just look at the actual like trivia cuz I can't remember the rest of them, but like Ian is named after a uh, revolutionary general, I believe. It's just very interesting to see, like, kind of how, like...
2: God, who is Riley supposed to be? Oh,
0: nobody. Riley's the only one. Okay. Oh, okay, Patrick Henry. Duh. It's Patrick. Oh, there and you go, Abigail yeah. Chase is yeah, a combination yeah. of Samuel Chase, who signed the Declaration, mm-hmm. and Abigail Adams, the wife of John Adams. I'm surprised we didn't get
2: a John Hancock. Maybe that would have been too on the nose. Yeah, maybe just
0: a little bit. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> His name was too big on the Declaration. Too- <laughs> we can't mention him here. Yeah. He got his moment.
1: They're like, no, you can see yeah. it. It's, so we're not gonna do it. It's, they might be able to read it in the scene. And then,
2: yeah,
0: exactly. This is the thing I I don't know if I mentioned you guys in the pre-show or not, but the fact the entire movie is about keeping the treasure away from the British is really interesting. Also, oh my gosh, character oh. is British. Oh, like the beginning of the movie when uh, Nick Cage is talking to his grandfather, or young Nick Cage is talking to his grandfather. He's like the British, the Americans devised these secret riddles to keep the the uh, treasure away from the British. And then the entire movie is them trying to keep the treasure away from the British again, but it's in modern day with Ian being the British, you know, person. Oh my
2: God! Am how do people even write movies? Am I
1: dumb? I never picked up on that. I never. Picked up yeah, I until never I read pick- that. I had no idea. I
2: knew. I knew like about at least about Nick Cage's character being Benjamin Franklin Gates and stuff like that. Which is
1: I didn't. Which is so unfortunate. because yeah. in, in my notes here, I I even wrote where like this last time watching it, I was like, it's it's funny how all of the bad guys are not American. I was so close. Yeah. I was so close to picking that They're all British. Like, you
0: almost got all the clues.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You> all-
0: <laughs> and then our last note here is one that Chris put in, and it just says "soundtrack is slapping," which I fucking agree with.
1: It's a. Tr- it's yeah, a fact. Yeah, I
0: would agree. This is a Jerry Bruckheimer soundtrack, and it's fucking awesome.
1: And I yeah. mean, like you said, just, you know, they just lifted right out of Pirates of the Caribbean, which is just Led Zeppelin for orchestras. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
2: what a great way to say that. that.
1: Is
0: excellent.
2: Now you can never, you can never take that opinion back because it's gonna, it's this is permanent. I put that yeah. out.
1: there. I'm gonna be honest. I stole it. It's, I, I uh. didn't come, I didn't come up with that statement. There is a, and maybe you should, wow. you should check this out. I think it's called Scored. It's a documentary on scoring movies, Ooh. and they got like Hans Zimmer and John oh, Williams that is cool. and you know, oh, that all these people in there. Sick. And, and Hans Zimmer called the Price of the Caribbean soundtrack Led Zeppelin for orchestras, and I was like, yeah, that that's, that's oh. a, yeah, I agree. Okay. And well, now, Hans and now Zimmer I, said it, and now I just spout yeah. that at anyone who will listen
0: that's excellent. Valid. that is excellent that is so that's so interesting all right i'm done with the trivia i want to move on to the actual movie talk now like we had okay. some movie talk before but like the cast of this film is so much fun like the main cast like mm-hmm. uh you yeah, cage playing ben sean bean as ian diane kruger kruger is uh abigail and then justin bartha is riley has he been in anything besides these movies i uh, i honestly I don't, don't know no I only know him from this. I feel he like you should.
1: No.
2: <laughs>
0: he's yeah, cause I, yeah. Oh, he was dug in The Hangover. Oh my god, he oh was Oh my dug in the god. <laughs>
2: what ha- what happened to this dude? Did he die? No, he
0: just is in like shitty old movies. He got really oh, like, okay, over. Fair. Yeah, there's like, oh, these aren't okay. like popular <laughs> movies at all.
2: Yeah, he got too hungover in in real life, and then they never found him after <laughs> He's, after making The
1: Hangover Part 2. His bones are He's still, still the He's uh, the the to a under. building somewhere, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Man, the ending of The Hangover makes me angry. That's a different, different story for a different day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a podcast about The Hangover. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck The Hangover. Goddamn, that movie's yeah. mad. <laughs> and then I also wrote, you wrote, I think it was you wrote this, uh, Morgan, why the fuck is he so horny the whole time?
2: dude yeah okay so let me get on my soapbox uh (laughs) riley throughout this whole thing is just like this small man horny boy the whole (laughs) way through because he's just like all he talks about is like i've been like banging abigail and it's just like it's just this constant thing like oh well you got the girl oh well like it's just like it's just so goofy and like he's he's always the third wheel and that's like the running gag
1: I'm so glad you brought that up too because I 100% picked up on that. So I was like, he talks about Abigail a lot in this movie. It's Like so much. like, Like he's
2: like the horny, jealous best friend. Like... That you just kinda keep around because you need him. And then like but then at the very end of the movie, the way Nicholas Cage like looks at Riley <laughs> and like smiles, it's just like, Oh, you fucking minuscule piece of shit. Like <laughs> you fucker.
0: Just, get in your car and get out of here. Pretty much. And he's
2: just like, Yeah, fucking you greedy motherfucker, like you wanted ten percent of a like of whatever the hell like the amount was. And which it's just like
1: speaking of that, and I know it's the second movie, but I always I always like to to go back to this, uh-huh. which is it's it's just one of my favorite jokes that's been in movies. I can't tell you why it's not that funny, but I uh, there's a, at one point in at like at the beginning of the second movie he mentions that his car was <laughs> was taken away or something. And he goes, "You know what taxes are on a million dollars? 2 million dollars."
0: Yeah, I yeah. I'm confused at the end. Did they did Nick Cage and Abigail split up half a percent or did they take 2%? Cuz that house they're in is fucking ginormous. Yeah, but they never say the total. Yeah. You, but doesn't you know, Nick so KH like, though? When he's talking to the officer at the end, he says the total of the money, like how much is worth in there. Oh, I could 10 scored, billion, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. I don't know how much that'd be, like 1% of that would be like,
1: so, be like okay, 100,
0: 100 million. So, like, yeah, probably. Uh,
1: yeah, because, because I, I think he said the, the treasure was like 10 billion dollars or something ish.
0: Yeah, it'd be 100
2: million. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you're buying a house like that. Hmm. No, you probably could. I always thought it was maybe much so. less
1: than that. Now it makes sense. I'm not a
2: fucking realtor. Who am I? Might <laughs> <depend>. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't
1: know where it is, so maybe.
2: yeah it looked like it was an actual england and not new england but
1: so okay so while we're touching on on riley being so horny i can i Uh can i ask about for a second speaking of the ending of the movie it's the scene where abigail gets weirdly horny just out of nowhere yeah yeah, what is that
2: they're just like oh yeah we're like i wrote i wrote you a map let's go bang for the first time (laughs) or whatever
1: It's it's so weird. He's like, "Where does it lead?" It's like, "This is a map to my butthole." Let's go. And I'm like, "What is happening right now?" (laughs) You're gonna find that that national
0: treasure. (laughs) Yeah, like this whole
2: movie is like oddly horny, like the whole way through. There's so much sexual tension in this Jerry Bruckheimer. I think that's just
0: Jerry Bruckheimer.
2: like jerry fuckheimer oh. because like he like i don't know man like this whole thing is just the whole thing all the way through is just riley making jokes about like being alone and about being them like them being a couple and then at the very end it's like mm, oh yeah by the way and jerry Bruckheimer winks at the camera and says sex exists <laughs> i mean he like- did do the bad boys
0: movies it makes sense
2: no, wait, Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, he
0: he was like the producer for them. Michael Bay did them. Like, the that the okay, that's funny because like, I was thinking today, and pirates and bad boys. So it makes sense that it's so horny because also the I movies guess so. are pretty horny. Also, that's fair. yeah, pirates is very dirty and horny. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I
2: yeah, because I was gonna say uh, at the top of the show, I was gonna say at some point, I've been thinking about this all day that Jerry Bruckheimer was like Disney's Michael Bay.
1: One hundred percent. Hundred
2: And it's so funny that you except like he makes good movies, but he's so uh, he like he's just. Pressure, didn't he? Oh yeah, he did. Okay, but look, he's got more. Sw- he's got and more Narnia. hits I than this is. also. <laughs> yeah, but the first Narnia movie is dope. Oh, yeah, she, I
0: think actually. Brockheimer did Narnia. That. I think I'm lying about that. I'm pretty sure I'm lying about that. <laughs> Fucking Zach. Oh, I suck. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> Zach sucks. I have but... a computer right here. Look at it. I did look at
1: it. I'm new here. I don't want to we, take a stand. All right, go hey, ahead hey. go ahead it's okay
0: he all did right.
2: Kangaroo Jack though oh no <gasps> man and the story behind Kangaroo Jack is
0: like fascinating they have a shit joke in that movie that lasts way too long that's all I remember <laughs> from it
2: well like a, that movie was originally cut to be like an R-rated movie mm-hmm. and then it was recut by the studio to sell it as a kid's movie and use jack as the icon even though he only has a scene in it for like a few minutes mm-hmm. because they had to cut out all of his talking oh. parts
1: and i remember yeah. i remember all of the marketing for that too because you know yeah. as the old man that i apparently am i remember seeing all, <laughs> yeah. all the ads for that all the time and it was yeah it's i've only seen part of the movie i got about halfway through it and i was like where's the kangaroo
2: yeah no kangaroo jack's not a good movie no but- it sucks like no even as a kid I hated that movie but right here Zach or someone I don't know who wrote this one John Voight is fucking crazy oh John Voight's fucking insane now have you, se- oh, have no. you seen the
0: videos he puts out like oh. no is it like the is it like the um, the Garth Brooks videos it's like him calling Trump like the greatest man to ever walk the earth and Uh-oh. oh John Voight. it's just him okay. rambling and shit oh no John oh, okay. Voight
2: Okay, John Voight, Angelina Jolie's dad, everybody. Yeah. Which I totally surprised these two dorks with a minute ago because to be perfectly fair, who would have who
0: guessed? Oh, they, they look so alike. Yeah, you know, they, look, <laughs> they look so alike. It's the lips. <laughs> Angelina That's Jolie lips. has lived and sap, have been sapping on John Voight's lips. It's the
1: lips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to, to, double down, to double down on John Voight real
2: quick, um, one more thing about John Voight. Uh, I want to see how many times I can say his name in this podcast. At the beginning of the movie, a young boy, young small boy, Nicholas Cage, Ben Gates, is in the attic and he's found by who I can only assume used to be a host for Unsolved Mysteries. Huh? It's Christopher Plummer. Uh, Christopher Plummer, also, probably, he could have hosted Unsolved Mysteries or whatever. And so (laughs) he ends up finding Ben Gates upstairs. It's his grandpa. Uh, But then John Voigt comes in. And he is aged, aged up, and he's, like, wearing, like, heavy amounts of makeup, and it is the weirdest looking thing. He's, to, he's, to like he's to totally wearing a wig in that old.
1: scene, too, right? Because his hair's darker. Yeah, he's, like,
2: yes, he's definitely wearing, like, a wig in there, too. And, like, they use so much makeup and so much, like bronzer on him that is just like he's almost like unrecognizable
1: it's one of those things to where it's like if you ever see another post about somebody complaining about like the de-aging tech they use on like tony stark in civil war show them that (laughs) scene you're like no 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 this is way better
2: show him john fucking voight in national (laughs) treasure yeah no because we didn't have that de-aging tech in uh 2004 they de-aged john voight him look older
0: Honestly, like he looks like a frail old man. Like Christopher Plummer looks, yeah. sply, looks spry and young next to him. It's so weird.
2: Yeah, that was yeah, that was an odd choice. Why didn't Christopher Plummer just play the dad? I yeah,
0: I don't. Someone to get Jerry Bruckheimer. Christopher on the Plummer phone. has looked the exact same age now for sixteen years.
1: Somehow <laughs> call Jerry like, Bruckheimer. Like, put him on the same flight as Neil Druckmann. We're fighting. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> That's the feud of the week this week. Bad <laughs> Jerry boys. Bad boys.
2: <laughs> neil Druckmann, damn uh, it
0: dude so the last little thing i have in our cast thing i just want to talk about real quick is the chemistry yeah. between diane krueger and nick cage because it's very mm-hmm. good
1: yeah that's a, that's I mean, a great it's, way to describe it is good but like with a question mark
2: yeah like, it, like i said earlier it's 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 her being very like uh very charismatic and like him like bouncing off of that with like <laughs> these like weird fucking history facts that somehow play <laughs> In the conversation, but yeah, I totally agree. Like, there's some sort of like magnetism between Nick Cage and Diana Krueger that just—it's really good somehow. Like, but you can't—I don't know. At least I can't. Like, place
0: why? Yeah, like oh, the so scene of them in the in the changing room with Urban Outfitters. It's so oh, weird. Yeah, they, they fall in love in that scene. It's very odd. It's and so it's, this weird. This movie is just about a Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> oh my god! They kidnap her. <laughs> they do kid. Okay. Okay, they, they kidnapped her, sure. I mean, <laughs> but only because she wanted to be with the uh, Declaration of Independence. I'm not saying they did a good thing. Here. Okay,
2: fine. They took her son and then took her with them. <laughs> like, <laughs> they kidnapped the mother and the son. It's like
0: Finding Nemo that took Marlin also.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> it's a different movie. It's National Treasure at that point.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Have the they made an a underwater National Treasure yet? I feel there's a market here.
0: I think it's called Titanic. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> it's like fucking
2: Nicolas Cage, like looking with the bifocals. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. It's like Nicolas Cage. Um, he he's like looking with the bifocals, and he's just like P Sherman Forty Two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my fucking god! I can't. <laughs> that's it. That's the show.
0: We're done. Just <laughs> wrap end. it up. it's over. I got nothing else. Holy shit. So God damn it, oh,
1: Morgan.
2: God. And he just says it in like this monotone sort of like...
1: Well, you gotta get like the nasal bit. It's like, P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way. <laughs> you gotta yell the end he of like, it. It's
0: like, and he's saying he it through his teeth.
1: <laughs> he starts yelling ah- at the very end.
0: He finishes off with, Wallaby Way! No. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, oh god. What, a ser- what a show today. <laughs> fell down a hole, so it's like the spiral staircase in the, the movie, we're just going down and is there a treasure at the end? We don't know. <laughs> so there's that- like a fake room?
1: So something else I wanted to ask too, and it's like, I don't know if this is just me like, not being able to divulge accents really well, when they first uh-huh. meet in the scene and, and they make a big deal out of her... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then her it accent disappears. okay great i'm not alone it, it's gone right
0: there is one <laughs> line she has at the party where it comes out again yeah and then it's yeah. gone it's like the fucking scarlet witch shit <laughs> they just gave up on it like
2: <laughs> halfway through they were like okay she's like all right look it's getting really hard for me to say my lines but like <laughs> jerry Bruckheimer's was like okay but could you keep like could you keep trying and then she just eventually just gives up and, and just, no one noticed
1: just completely stopped and nobody <laughs> called her out on it I like think we're putting
0: Bruckheimer on the set every day as a producer. <laughs> That's just really funny to me. in our storyline. <laughs> it's like John Turtle Tubbs over there like, Well, I guess I'll go get my paycheck while Jerry Bruckheimer just directs the entire fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably what happened. I'm so sure. I'm sure Jerry
2: Bruckheimer was the guy with like the notepad that they would be like, "Hey, Dad, can we do this?" And he's like, "No."
0: Tur- tur- Top had, had the title,
1: but Jerry Bruckheimer ran the show. This is this is a real like, yeah. Earth King, Dai Avatar: The Last Airbender <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: okay. Oh man, it is. Oh man, except this movie's good. <laughs> yeah, good point. We've gotten 30 minutes in this podcast and have yet to talk about the actual treasure hunt of the How movie. Dare you. Okay. Let's get into it. There is. So, like, after they steal Declaration of Independence, Morgan talked about, or Chris talked about earlier the the scene with the car from the other movie really being really funny. The line yeah. in this movie that gets me every time is when they're at the door of John Boyd's house, and, ben, and mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage goes, Dad, we need your help. And he goes, Is she pregnant? And I laugh every fucking time. Like, what the For one, like, what the fuck kind of line? Is that? It just I'm immediately
1: like... goes to, Boy, is she pregnant?
2: he's like alright let's make the joke against the one woman
0: in this film like, I feel okay. terrible but I was not like a single guffaw because it makes me gay kiss me every fucking time God, I, I love that too
1: especially because it's just the little bit of Kruger's at the end she turns around Riley as they're walking in she's like do I look for that
2: yeah. yeah like she doesn't even get super offended about it she just doesn't quite she's like really like <laughs>
0: she's more concerned about whether she actually looks it and uh, Nick K double down well, you like the mother of your future grandchild out in the cold. <laughs> <What> the
1: fuck. <laughs> you can't just like, say Jesus no? Christ.
0: You couldn't even deflect it. Like, come on, he's, dude. He's
1: like, sure, why not? Let me in.
0: I want to imagine the four hour cut of this. There's like two hours no. of them trying to get John Voigt to not put to into the Christian dependence in the fucking stove. <laughs> just trying <laughs> to put it in the oven, and they're like, no!
2: Work <laughs> <laughs> the oven. Oh. Dude, and, um, <laughs> this fucking, I can't. <laughs> it's a good movie, that's the thing. It's like, it's just so It's a great, it's like, a it's, great
1: movie. I'm throwing that yeah, out Yeah, it's a
2: great movie, and it's better, and and we're, like, totally pooping on it, but, like, it's better than the 39% that it has on Medicare.
1: Oh, it's
0: so much better. This is, like, a high 60s, honestly. It's exactly. Quite, oh, almost yeah. a 70.
2: Yeah, like, the fact that this movie has, I mean, we, and we did, you know, we did Big Daddy last week, like, big daddy rated similarly that i would also say it was probably like closer to like a 66 or this, this something is, like that
0: this is like freddie got fingered it's obviously much better than it says <laughs> yes yeah absolutely <laughs> if this had more sausages to be a better movie oh dear i i
2: i tr- i tried to go along with this bit <laughs> i can't support this bit
1: the sausages were the tipping point huh
2: yeah, that's the that's the tipping point but yeah like and, and someone wrote in the notes why does nick cage do the weird word association <laughs> shit like yeah we talk about that too like what what is the deal with like him like just reading like off the back of a map like p42 like like i just don't understand why nicholas cage doesn't have like any real dialogue it's like in an this improv movie. scene it's like yeah. Oh, what's what's a, in, what's incredible about
1: every every time that he's doing that though too is that occasionally like other other characters will come in with ideas and he immediately shoots them down. He's like, no, that's <laughs> not right.
2: <laughs> it's a prison. It's just <laughs> this yeah. This movie's exactly. so amazing. This movie's so amazing because he. <laughs> every character in this movie has the answer to everything <laughs> like at any given moment like we this movie doesn't waste time establishing they're like hey yeah nicholas like ben gates is like a smart fucking guy and he's been doing this for a whole for a real long time and uh by the time you see him as an adult he's l- like pretty much got this all figured out and he's ripping off uh dollar menu bono like the entire <laughs> movie and it's just him, like, him, like, Bono chasing Ni- Nicolas Cage from one place to another, and why the fuck Sean Bean, his character, would even try to turn on Nicolas, like, turn on Ben Gates in the first place? It's just the...
0: yes, yeah, that's the other w- thing, it's like, Ian's character's not very smart. No! He's really not. Like, an,
2: he's an actual idiot. Like, but, why in the world? Which
1: is so great, because there's, there's that one fantastic moment, too, where they give them the fake clue to get him to mm-hmm. leave oh but, yeah but i mean the one if we land two if i see does uh, doesn't everyone know that right yeah. i'm like that's such mm-hmm. a weird well-known fact to base your fake clue on
2: and especially and especially because like um i, I like to imagine that he didn't get it because he was british but like probably, <laughs> i but yeah, like as a joke but like this dude has been so smart like one step behind ben gates this entire movie given that's not like that's not saying like much but i mean he's almost just as smart as um as nicholas cage's character for most of the movie he just needs him to like tie up loose ends and so like whenever that happens it's just like what like what the hell like you you of all people missed that whenever you've been on this entire journey this whole time like following in the footsteps of this dude it's just it's just weird. <laughs> like, what a weird choice that was. Now,
1: to his credit, he doesn't die in this movie.
2: Yeah, which is shocking. Honestly, I was going to say that. Yeah. He fucking
1: makes it to the end.
0: I, heard that yeah, like, I wrote it, that in the trivia and I kind
1: of skipped it. Granted, he gets arrested
0: by, yeah. by but, the cop I mean, who, in a plot twist, is also part of the Freemasons.
1: God, I love it. You have to have that, that just right at the end of the movie twist. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> it's like okay of course like the freemasons are like everywhere like okay look my grandpa was a freemason so was mine mine. yeah like yeah like all right He was a huge piece of shit too it was it was really like
1: disenfranchising
2: (laughs) god damn it chris
0: (laughs) (laughs) fuck okay at least we got we got real on this podcast guys.
2: But yeah, like, and then you have here, like, we take Visa. This, like, this movie's old. <laughs> like, yeah, I think, like, the Visa, the Visa moment is, like, really, like, really weird because no one would ever say that in 2020. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, whenever, um whenever uh Adam Sandler's dad from the hit film Little Nicky pulls out the <laughs> cell phone serious. and it's a flip phone, <laughs> like, that was whenever I was just like, wow, like, visually, I haven't talked about this much, but, like, I think visually this is, like, the color grading and, like, just the, like, the photography in this movie is just so good-looking all the way through. It's, like, it doesn't, it's almost Michael Bay-like, except it just doesn't do the, the lens flare every, like, every ten minutes. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is perfect, because, like, Michael Bay has such a cool style. And Jerry Bruckheimer here, or, sorry, John, uh, John mm-hmm. Turtlebot, Tob. It's he also one. had like has a good you know a good like style here, and I think that's what like really like sets this movie apart because it we can we can riff on and if we want to just <laughs> because it's fun to make fun of but it's a fun movie it's a good it's a well told movie <laughs> and it consistently like looks great
1: oh yeah without I, I having absolutely. like tons of like action scenes and I mean and of of the action scenes too and this was something else that I wrote down and and, and wanted to touch on um when I yeah. when I was. A teenager watching watching this movie god i'm so old um <laughs> i was i was at that point to where i was first starting to to really get into I was, I was just fascinated like beginning to get fascinated with the idea of of, of learning how movies were, were created all that stuff and i mean you know mm-hmm. dvds in the early times they loaded with every possible behind the scenes thing that you could think of on them and so i just i watched all of it and um it's it's a a great credit to how well shot like the chase scenes and, and all the action scenes are because at at any point in time you you absolutely understand what's going on. It's so there's no confusion yeah. about where where anyone is in relation to each other. But uh, so something that I really liked learning though was uh, they had gone into this movie wanting to do a car chase scene, but they didn't. They they felt that there were a lot of movies at, at the time, especially when you think about like early uh, like action yeah. movies in the early two thousands. Like well, there's a lot of car chase scenes in in action movies. Yeah. So they're like, well, what if we yeah. did them in big vans? And just to make it kind of kind of different, and rather rather than the tension being on the chase itself, it's it's what's kind of going on between the characters.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good. Yeah, so this was
1: a really good chase.
0: That's a really good chase scene of them trying to balance having the declaration was trying to save Abigail. I was trying to get yeah. shot. And there is one shot when the the guy opens fire on their car. Riley looks into the mirror. It makes like the worst face. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yes, yeah. And that's kinda like, What, a, I, what I, a
1: fake out shot though too, because it because the way the camera is, it's, it makes you think that's that's just a shot of him, and then it's it's a mirror and it gets shot right. Like yeah, that's it's, 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 really, oh, it's yeah. really well
0: done. And that is like one thing I think my kind of my final closing thoughts on like this part of the before we go to break is like this is such a well done movie. Like it's really mm-hmm. fucking well done. Like in yeah. the storytelling and the way it's shot and the tension it builds, like the tension on like the on the ship in the beginning, I feel like if I hadn't seen a hundred times, it'd be a little bit different. But like, the tension is really well done yeah because like also they should have blown up with that yeah. fucking ship like I they should have they should have blown up at the beginning of that movie and then like yeah i think they kind of set the tone of the movie when he throws the flare and like it goes in the slow motion all attention builds and he just That's catches so it yep and
2: it's, like, it's just like, like this is not one of those movies yeah this yeah. is like a
0: fun action flick it's not yeah a no serious...
1: it's it's cheesy it's dumb but it's fun
2: Mm-hmm. and that's all it needs to be
1: Yeah, it's it's just we're yeah. gonna go find some hidden treasure with a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence maybe it's under like you know Liberty Hall or something who the fuck knows come along anyway it's great
0: yep, yep. alright guys I think that does it for our first half we'll be right back after this with Is It That Terrible? The Morgan Feud of the Week we'll see you after the break and we are back and Chris, when you are in the break, you were telling us about this fun fact you forgot to, you forgot to say in the show. Go ahead and yeah, tell the I, audience. I, I, so I think it was super interesting.
1: I don't know if I would classify it as trivia or anything, but it's it's a, just a really, really cool detail. There's a, a point, I think we touched on it earlier, when they're using the the letters to figure out the the code that eventually leads them to the Liberty Bell and the, the kid that's finding the letters for them makes fun of Riley for the way he writes his N, because it looks like an R. It was bad. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, Riley like gives him like that sweet sarcastic death glare and tells him to go find the other ones. And then when he's reading through what they'd had written so far, it pans back around to where his aunt, and he had scribbled out like the first time he wrote and and rewrote it,
2: <laughs> which is like which I was just telling you a minute ago, which is like such a good little bit on just a little. It adds a little bit of character to Riley, and just because we know Riley's like pretty like insecure because he's around all these super smart people. And it's just like a little nod. It's yeah. It's to super solidify it's that. It's
0: fun. And it adds character. Yeah. All right. It's time to ask the question. Morgan, Chris, is National Treasure that terrible?
2: No. I was going
1: to let you go first. Absolutely not. No, I was like, fucks. I was like, who's going
2: to go? No. Yeah. No. This movie. This movie is not uh, not that terrible at all. Um, if anything, I like. Like we said before, I think it should probably be in like the mid sixties or like. Um. Yeah, like the mid mid to high sixties.
0: Yeah, yeah. I this I don't understand how this is so low. I can't believe we're doing this for the show right now. I cannot believe the movie yeah. is so bad. It can be on the podcast, but it's fucking incredible. It's a, such a fun fucking movie. It's It's yeah. It's, not it's, yeah it's
1: it's so good, and it's it's weird that it rated so low because I feel like I talked to a bunch of people about it, and everyone's like, "Yeah, National Treasure is awesome."
2: Yeah, like universally, everybody kind of loves National Treasure. So even even just like as like a fun movie, no one's really like breaking down national treasure, but
1: you mean like we just did for like 45 minutes?
2: Oh, (laughs) God. Yeah, but that's because we're insane and we do dumb things. But no. Yeah, I I, like I said, I agree. Like this movie should have gotten like somewhere in the high 60s. I and from what I understand, like that's kind of where everybody is on it.
1: If you want a a fun little story here, I've got I've I've got one for you. Give Uh, it to me. When I was right when now. I was young I guess this uh-huh, is this boy. is this is also just a little background on me. I come from a military family. My dad's a, a chaplain in the Air Force, I've been all over and uh, I lived for a few years in San Antonio, Texas. This was my mm-hmm. this was my middle school years and so this was I was living in Texas when this movie came out and I don't know if you guys have, have visited or lived lived in Texas, but nobody loves Texas yeah. more than Texas. Texas loves yeah. Texas. Yeah. And yes. one of my required required classes to get out of middle school was Texas history.
2: <gasps> what? Yeah, you
1: have to take it.
2: No, okay, no, no. Like, let's let's pause for a second. I took Arkansas history, like fairly early. What? and It was required. Hold yeah, on, like, hold on, that? hold
1: on, hold on. What?
2: Yeah. No, like what? Arkansas no, history is like a thing. Yeah. There was no Missouri history class in my in my schooling. That's wild.
1: Okay, it's so it's so funny that you mentioned that too because I I lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico for for years, and New Mexico history was a required high school class.
2: In Missouri's just like we don't got shit. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like we suck. We suck in story. Like, well that's
1: the we, probably... we have the Super Bowl champions, thank you.
2: Oh, so do we. That's, yeah. Does. That's, that's
1: true. Kansas City baby. But, Woo
2: uh, But yeah, like uh, back to your point about Texas.
1: Uh, yeah, and well, I mean what's, what's really funny is I mean Texas history very interesting. New Mexico, no. Um, yeah. But it's like y'all y'all remember the you you get to the end of your school year and your teachers are just kind of giving you like stupid bullshit just a while away uh-huh. the past couple of days. My Texas history teacher played for us National treasure because he and his justification was it's history.
2: I mean, hey, yeah, it sure. is history. It's, hi- it's <laughs> history.
1: And then he spent like those two days being like, well, actually, this is incorrect. Well, that's not right. Also, <laughs>
2: Of course, he like he he was just like, hey, let's watch this movie, and then, well, actually,
0: the entire thing. I don't think he like, had like,
1: seen it before he played it for
0: us. <laughs> oh god, it's like watching Gattaca in biology. Like this is not <laughs> this is not what you think it is. <laughs> also, fuck Gattaca. You throw it out there? I don't think I've ever seen it. It's I don't know what that good. is. It's not. It's got. uh, Who is the guy in Sinister? Uh, fuck. Uh, oh, that guy. Oh god, what's his? I can't remember. He, yeah, it's all I know good. is ah, cool. that he's skinny. No, he was the the dad. His daughter is Uma Thurman's kid. Oh, Ethan Hawke. Oh, him? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. yeah
0: it's not a good movie. It's it's got Ethan Hawke and Jude Law. It's not good.
1: It's <gasps> Jude a, Law. Different though.
0: story for a different day. But yeah, fuck Gattaca. But yeah, this movie is not bad. It's fucking fun as shit. Mm-hmm. And I never understand that rating. But Morgan, do you have your yeah. feud of the week ready for me? I do. It's Riley.
2: Um, like, it's... It, I mean, it's Riley. Like, like we've already talked about it a little bit before, as I typically do. Because it's, it's hard not to talk about all these characters throughout the show um, as we do these. But Riley... Yeah, I would say, like, my Feud of the Week is definitely Riley just because, like, he... He is the funny comic relief guy. But like, like I said, he's like weirdly horny the entire time. He has to make a big deal every time, like every time Abigail's on the screen, he has to like make something out of every single tiny thing. And it's not so much that like, it's not so much that it's the little things or his like insecurities or anything like that that bothers me. It's really just that like he has like this thing with Abigail that is just like almost like uncomfortable. He wants like, to yeah, he it's, wants It's and he can't have weird. Her. It's so weird. Like, and it's just so unnecessary. I feel like, um, like I feel like if I were to be like super, super critical of this movie, and I don't even think this is a big critique. Um, I just like a lot of the Riley lines are just a little bit like a little bit misogynistic, and just a, like, a just toward Abigail in general. And I think that's probably if I were to say, uh, anything about this movie were bad, I'd probably say those jokes. But yeah yeah, Like I would beat this shit Like if I had a bud Like Riley I wouldn't have a. You know what I mean Like I He wouldn't be my Like I wouldn't be working With that guy It's definitely one of the he's like this
1: It's one of the few Like things that Like show that it was A product of it's time
2: Absolutely I mean it's Like yeah absolutely Like this movie Is a time capsule In and of itself 1000% I mean it came out In 2004 But I mean It's all the more reason To fuel my feud of the week But (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) I I, I
0: understand It hurts but I understand also, I just now realized it was Harvey Keitel who played the FBI agent. I just now realized that. Yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, that was. I didn't yeah, recognize it was Adam it. Sandler's dad from Little Nicky. Yeah, why, why is this it cast so loaded? I don't know. It, it's Bruckheimer.
2: Yeah, I mean, this this movie probably had like a massive, massive budget because back then Disney was giving giving budgets to like everything, uh, not everything, but they were giving Bruckheimer like <laughs> the ability to make whatever he wanted.
1: Well, I mean, and like like we'd established in the break too, I mean, this movie is hot off the heels of uh, Curse of the Black mm-hmm. Pearl as well. Yep. I mean, Bruckheimer yep. was already just, you know, Scrooge diving into his pile of money. Yeah, 100, yeah. Mil.
0: 100 mil was the budget.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money, especially for 2004 on like a movie that it, I mean, watching it was a lot of, was a lot of practical effects. There's not. And even then, like when I say a lot of practical effects, there's not a ton because there doesn't have to be a ton. What's, um,
0: what's impressive is that movie is only $50 million less in budget than Bruckheimer's Sorcerer's Apprentice movie, which I don't know why that popped up on here. I think it's just has Nicolas Cage in it. Also directed by I John Turturro. I thought
1: about that.
2: Yeah. God. John Turtle and uh, Jerry Bruckheimer are like uh, the Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks of like, <laughs> film,
0: like Disney filmmakers. Speaking of the Meg, guess what? John Turtle also directed. No, no way! You got mail? <laughs> the Meg. Oh, of course, the Meg. Okay.
2: I was like, was this a Meg Ryan movie?
1: <laughs> no. What a what a fantastic piece of cinema!
0: Yeah. God. I, I really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I understand your I understand your beef with Riley. It hurts, but I understand.
2: Yeah, I mean, like that's and ca- I mean that's that's really like me condensing like every actual critical thing like <laughs> about this movie into one character. But yeah, fuck Riley. It's fair. All oh, right, I beat the shit out of Riley. And I and think... also what's with, also stop. Hold Go on. Ahead. What's what? What's up with the soul patch and like the mustache thing? Like either man. have it or you don't. Are you singing for three days, Grace? <laughs> like I don't. I don't know. He was in and... a Lincoln
1: Park cover cover band, bro. I mean, dude, he absolutely
2: was. Him? Like I don't know, like he had mm, this dude was definitely like in a three days grace cover band for sure.
0: But we'll get we'll get off Riley. Listen, back. all right, maybe he can't connect actor. his mustache and his goatee.
1: All right, it's not that uncommon. I like all to right, think that not... he's still tweeting people as like, have you seen my cover of Headstrong by Trapped?
2: Oh no! Oh no! Uh, <laughs> not right now. Fuck
1: Trapped! Fuck Trapped!
0: <laughs> yeah, Trapped can go. Trapped that
1: sucks, way. and I will actually fight him. Let's go!
0: Let's go! <laughs> all right you guys i think that does it for this, this week's episode uh chris where can the people find you
1: uh on twitter mostly rubble pack 92 is my tag i don't really do anything else i'm in the middle of of actually putting a pc rig together and, and, and i'm writing stuff to start making content so i guess keep an eye out for that
0: oh shit sweet hey, yeah hell yeah morgan where can people find you
2: uh you can find me uh you can find me everywhere morgan high slip on everything um sorry sorry to change it on everybody it's m-o-r-g-a-n-h-y-s-l-i-p um you can find me on twitter where i say stupid shit you can find me on instagram where i don't post anything um and if you want to add me on whatever console of your choice it's pretty much that but backwards so that's it what about zach well, zach where can people find you right now uh you have to me
0: oh god i'm not gonna tell you my address
2: Mm. Give me the fir- give Do me it. the first four numbers. Once
0: you guys go put a little money on our Patreon that we're putting out maybe soon possibly, and I'll <laughs> give my address. But give yeah, you the
2: first four numbers of your address right
0: now. If you numbers donate numbers one million dollars to
1: Patreon right now, Zach Brad will <laughs> give you his address and buy you a pizza.
0: Oh my god, I will. I'll buy the this pizza dude. and send it to my address. <laughs> He's the first four. <laughs> li- the first four numbers nine one. one. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's true. That's all I'm telling you guys. The nine house number help. is in fact nine one one. Help! Fair. I'm driving to Joplin this weekend. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you guys can can't find me on weekend. There can't Twitter. be that many
1: nine one ones, right?
0: Oh god, I hope there is. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at yrokaz underscore nworb. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at yrokaz. Uh, Twitch.tv slash yrokaz. Uh, yeah, basically anywhere is either yrokaz or my the other one. Uh, yeah, I post some stupid shit on Twitter. I do this podcast, which God knows why you listen to it. Um, I know I mentioned it in the little pre-thing before the show started, but please um, find those organizations that are currently helping people who are being arrested for protesting, and you know, donate if you can. If you can't, it's okay, but make your voice heard and help other people who need it, and thanks mm-hmm. for listening to you guys. All thanks, right, guys. Thanks Sport for having change. me, man. Yeah, well, thank, thank you, you so Chris. much, Chris. Thank you. So- I do it every fucking time. I never yeah. thank the guests at the end. So <laughs> yeah, we we're pretty doing much now. like, I'm never now. Never
1: coming back. That's it. I'm done. Oh, fuck.
2: I'm yeah, t- at this point, we're just like, fuck our guests. Fuck well, you. Cam We're blocking
1: both of you on Twitter. This is the end. This is, we're done professionally, you know? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Thanks
0: for listening. And we'll see you next week with part two of our series of National Treasure. National Treasure thank- 2, Book of Secrets. Thanks, guys.
1: National treasure
0: National Treasure 2, Electric Boogler. Thank <laughs> you.